All right, let's go. You and me. Who do you, who do you, all right, now that's the real question. Who would win, given that you are doing all these boxing boys, but that I know you and you know me and we have a history of Yeah, you know my physical. tickle spots. You know where yeah. my bing bongs are. I know all the you know ding bongs like, and the just, jingle jerrys. I know where your raspberry you, soda is. You put a little custard in front of my nose. I'm just going to float like a little like Pepe Le Pew following a scent. <laughs> <laughs> I love the visual of that. Oh boy! No, yeah. I, nobody would win. We would just immediately yeah, we sit down and go like, "We'll let the world burn. We'll die. We'll die." <laughs> That's the threat. Is somebody's like, "You two have to fight, or else the world will burn." And we will both sit crisscross applesauce and just watch it happen. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. This is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our, who are we? I'm glad you asked. Hashtag throwback. Well, my name's Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host, Munchmouth. Wait, what are we throwing back? Well, yeah, I don't really, I don't usually intro the episode like that anymore. Like, I stopped doing that. The whole, like, our, who are we? Well, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a well, throwback to our own podcast. Oh, I guess you podcast. haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you been saying instead? Can we play a clip? Uh, there it was. <laughs> no, wait, why? Oh, that's how it was. <laughs> You're right. Hi, I'm Josh. Hey, Josh. And uh, we're on the phone right now. I live here in the beautiful, sunny Bay Area of California. Mm. I don't know why I'm reacting. I already knew that. No, but where do you live? <laughs> oh, I live in Chicago. I live in Chicago. <laughs> I'm just going to let you do the whole podcast. Can you just speak for me? I'm really... I've got some broccolini. It's just calling my name. Ooh, serious supper. Broccolini. Broccolini. Dude, I uh, fucks with broccolini. I love broccolini. You know, I don't. And really? I'm kind of sad that I... Well, so I, I've, I've, I've had a little bit of a come-to-Jesus moment. Ooh, okay. So uh, I, I've i been turned... So I, I... Most people know that I do not like Trader Joe's. I, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? No. I, I, do, I do not like it. I have not liked it for a long time. I just think it's glorified snack food. Well, yes, it is that, but why is that a bad thing? It's not that it's a bad thing, but when I go to a grocery store, like I'm, when I'm going to a grocery store, I'm, maybe it's because of my lifestyle, but I'm looking for food to cook with. Like, I don't buy a lot of like pre-made food or frozen food. Like I'm going for like produce, meats, and like simple grains. Like I keep it pretty simple in my day-to-day like grocery stuff. And when I go there, it's like those things... Yeah. are not the quality that I'm looking for. Yeah, I, I get it. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So, I I don't know why broccolini is involved in this, but uh, my girlfriend was just like, hey, like she, I was going to do a grocery run, and she's like, can you pick me some things up at TJ's? Because she loves that place. Yeah. I was like, okay, fine. I'm with her. And I then, love TJ's. Well, and then I was like, I was pressed for time. So I just went, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do only TJ's this time. Mm, and I, I went there and 
I walked out such a happy boy. <gasps> Why? Did you find a well, nice Well, because like, I, I, I found like, a, I mean, I still stand by a lot of their stuff is like much shittier quality than where you could find anywhere else. Like their produce. Wouldn't like, be I my a bunch default go-to grocery store for sure. Like I wouldn't, I would yeah, not like, do that. I bought a, a whole package of their figs. I still ate it all at once, but I got to say they weren't that juicy. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of, there was like, I got some spices and some other things that I'm like, you know, I never buy this, but the price is right. And, uh, I, yeah. I, it was, it was nice. Okay. What's your favorite? Uh, we'll, we'll close out on this, but what is your favorite TJ's snack? I already know what mine is. Oh, uh, well, you know, I don't really, I don't really have like a snack in uh-huh. mind. But those little, uh, they have can. I don't really also get into candy very often. But when you're checking out at the register for like 99 cents, they've got these little dark chocolate candy bars that have uh, their version of cookie butter in them. They're like speculos or something. Yes. I just like, I'm checking out and I grab, I just grab a fistful of them. I don't even look how many I'm getting. I just, (laughs) I just fill up. I just, I was last time I had four of them and I didn't even plan that. (laughs) They were just like ringing them up. I'm like, sure. Okay. Oh boy, you know what I love? I love the almonds covered in dark chocolate and turbinado sugar. Ooh, that's those some classy shit. Are amazing. All right. Well, that's your that this episode is sponsored by TJ's. Go to tjs.com slash tape tapes tapes and you can get for ten percent uh, off your next purchase of turbinado avocado almond toaster strudel. Is that what you said? <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, ten percent off that. <laughs> Josh, what did we watch this week? <laughs> don't, hurt, <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Are you okay? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Damn it, I always make that sound, but I never actually remember what I what the movie was. What did we watch? It's because you it's because you're too busy making the sound now. I'm just gonna uh, we let you say Rush Hour. Well, 1998's Rush Hour, starring none we other than Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, directed by Brett Ratner. And uh that's really it. There weren't a whole lot of other folks in in this movie, at least not, you know. That you you look at the list of names here and not really. Uh, uh, the not guy really from Lost and uh, the guy from oh yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, Rex Lynn. Wasn't he in both of those movies? Or what? No, I'm talking about the guy that played the bad guy was in Lost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to Tom Wilkinson, I think. I don't remember his name. But yeah, he was yeah. In Lost. Jun Tao. And uh, the other guy was uh, played. Uh, I forget his name, but he was in Reservoir Dogs. He was the Guy that has that speech at the end that's like, you mean he's just going to decide to pull one off on us now? Why don't you tell me what's really going on here? But yeah, Rush Hour, this was a this was an Evan Crockett choice. This one was a um, a big one around the Crockett household when we were kids. We had the this this falls into that category of early um like we when we had a dvd player early on in the dvd life cycle there were like five dvds that we had and this and rush hour two were some of them so it was like 
okay, am I going to watch 1998's The Avengers again? Are we going to watch Bullet or are we going to watch Rush Hour with Jackie Chan? Um, you know, I would I would appreciate from our listeners uh, if somebody is following all of this and up to speed. Just because I feel like your top five from the DVD player has been mentioned many times, I'm really curious if we've already filled all five of those spots right now on those DVDs that you had for that DVD player. No, no way. We're not even close. Really? Oh, no, okay. I don't, I don't think so. I feel so. like you've said it before. Maybe I have, but I don't. Well, in my mind, because we've never we haven't done the Avengers with Uma Thurman and Ray Fiennes, so I'm like, as, as, until we do that, my soul will never <laughs> be quenched. <laughs> um, you, your soul will be released from your body <laughs> when we watch all five of the. Yeah, it's the, like a ancient DVD movie. It's like an Indiana Jones situation. Um, but yeah, so needless to say, I watched this a ton. I grew up with a bunch of Jackie Chan movies. You know, I watched all the classics, Rumble in the Bronx, uh, Legend of Drunken Master. Um, Jackie Chan was, was, you know, he was, he was big boy martial arts boy for, for our generation, I think. Um, yeah. so, oh shit, I got to do a synopsis. Well, did you, did you watch this movie? You know, you, I you remember uh... it. I remember it. You know, I I don't remember why, but mm. I was a little bit of a Bruce Lee purist when I was in like middle school. Got it. And sure. Stuff. Like I don't I don't remember what sparked this. I feel like some like chat room somewhere in some fucking website. Like a post of it was like who would win in a fight, Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. And I was very much like Bruce Lee would kick Jackie Chan's ass. Yeah. And I think for some reason in my mind that just meant Bruce Lee was better than Jackie Chan. So I'm just not going to watch any Jackie Chan movies. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. What a thing to do to yourself. <laughs> I don't. But I don't even remember making that conscious decision. Like, I don't yeah. remember, like, looking at Jackie Chan movies and going like, no, because Bruce Lee. Well, you know but, Jackie like, Chan was happened. a stuntman for for Bruce Lee, or not stuntman no, no, for no, Bruce I, Lee, but he he worked with him. Yeah, I like I know the history between the two of them. Okay, yeah. I just I just know that I have dedicated much more time in like the the martial arts movies and all that to Bruce Lee than Jackie Chan. Well, that's that's really crazy. I'm gonna say something to you that you're not gonna believe. Uh, I have never seen. A single Bruce Lee movie. Fuck you, dude! What? How did you? How, why are you hurting me? I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know how you were going to react to that, but <laughs> just very softly. Fuck you, dude! <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't. I can't even be with you right now. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a single Bruce Lee movie, so I. I really have. Oh, nothing we got to get on that. Compare. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. It'll be, we'll just do martial arts movies back to back to back. Um, you got a Sanapinops ready? Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, uh, the best comedic duo since Lethal Weapon, bring us Rush Hour. A classic action yeah. movie that brings great action as well as awesome comedy that makes you laugh every minute. 
Chris Tucker has always been one of my favorite comedians. Okay. Even before I saw Rush Hour, so it was great to see him in this Rush Hour. This isn't a synopsis. I, I know a lot of people <laughs> find him annoying, <laughs> but I thought he was just so funny. He showed off his talents in Rush Hour. Not only him, but this is the film that is making Jackie Chan into a worldwide superstar. His stunts are simply <laughs> incredible. Rush Hour is one of those very fun action-slash-comedy movies that I'm I'm sure you'll enjoy if you love movies like Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Sorry was just pure entertainment, and I really kept and really kept me on the edge. Well, Do you know what the movie's about now? Uh, I think it's kind of like Lethal Weapon, but <laughs> <laughs> he just really likes Lethal Weapon. Okay, here's the two sentence version. Wait, what uh, was uh, that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I just really wanted somebody else to explain it, <laughs> but I didn't explain it. Okay, I, we might have Here's to t- we might have to make that a recurring segment because that was amazing. <laughs> the very like poorly written, clearly by like a what was that? I like cheese. Oh boy, it's two thousand three, so it was like right. Okay. Was, oh uh, man. All right. Uh, uh, I, I just kind of want to leave it at that. Okay. A loyal and dedicated Hong Kong inspector teams up with a reckless and loudmouthed LAPD detective to rescue the Chinese consul's kidnapped daughter while trying to arrest a dangerous crime lord along the way. <laughs> that's oh, oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Um Jackie Chan. I mean, how, the, what else do you need? Is the Hong Kong police officer? He's kind of he's kind of a ninja. So the the movie opens up with um with basically like a James Bond, like a slightly more fun flavored James Bond spy intro. Um, uh, and Jackie Chan is like stealthing around. Um, and the music is, the music is very like, it's, it's kind of got that sixties spy beat, but then it has the more traditional, like Chinese, uh, instruments being used. I thought that was really cool. I thought I, I really enjoyed that, that way that they, um, the way that they like opened it up. Um, and then, yeah, he, he finds a guy, he finds a bad guy and then, uh, and then the bad guy gets away and he's got bleached blonde hair and then, um, and then, yeah. And then the rest is history. And then the rest of the movie happens. And then the way that Chris they, Tucker the way they established the Chris Tucker character is he's he's like a very streetwise cop. So they're they're definitely painting them as very different. Like whereas Jackie Chan is clearly very accomplished and capable and physically capable and and like very intelligent. Chris Tucker, he is also intelligent, but he's more kind of like streetwise. Like I, I thought that was kind of smart how they how they established his characters, like being undercover, but then they they go right into the blackness. I feel like with the other cops that are suspicious of him, and they don't know that he's undercover, and and um, and you know he's he's very loudmouthed, and he a, more of his energy is coming from his his talking and and his making jokes and making snide remarks and stuff. Um, yeah. So then, then they kind of, uh, you know, the, the long and short of it is they, they get together 
because the FBI is like, eh, we need somebody to babysit this Hong Kong police guy who's coming over, um, but we don't want to put any of our FBI agents on it. Let's put the LAPD on it. So Chris Tucker kind of gets swindled by the FBI into into babysitting yeah, Jackie Chan. Yeah, and he's Chan. really unhappy about it. But. Yeah. Um, and because he knows it too, which I also thought was kind of a, a a cool choice that he like immediately knew, like he wasn't he wasn't just along for the ride. Um, so I I appreciated that level of character development, and then from there it turns into like a buddy cop duo, opposites attract, kind of, um, e- literally east meets west. Um, so yeah, that that yeah, and literally. then and then it turns into more of a your standard buddy cop. They they go off on their own and cause chaos and and uh end up ultimately solving the crime and 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 everything but um yeah that's just sort of flesh out the movie a little bit more but that's enough of us talking for the first half of this episode of tapes 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 we're gonna take a very short break and then we're gonna gonna come back with what it was like to watch rush hour in 2019 stay tuned Tapes, tapes, fans. This is Morgan, your fan club president. It's season two, and if you're like me, you've been thinking about how you can pay your fan club dues. I talk to the boys, and it's actually pretty easy. We can let our friends know all about the podcast and that it can be found on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. Other than that, we can send the boys an email, we can pour our hearts out, we can write fan fiction, we can send in fan art, and we can send it all to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to let the boys do their thing. Back to the show. And we're back. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Hi. Did you enjoy your break? Oh, remember that joke? It was a great break. That was a really good joke that you told. Um, so yeah, I didn't tell a joke. what was your? So I know you said earlier you didn't really grow up with this movie. You said you might have watched it. Yeah, I definitely watched it. I just don't really. I don't remember connecting with it. Okay, I remember watching it like after the fact. Everybody after everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Like check out these moves that Jackie Chan does. He's crazy. Yeah, and Chris yeah. Tucker at the time was like, you know hot ticket item for yeah they made two sequels i mean rush hour two rush hour three they've they've teased a rush hour four i don't know if it's ever going to actually happen was Um, rush hour two the one where they fight on the eiffel tower that might have been number three i don't really remember the other two as much Um, whichever one that one is i remember that one more than any of the other they fight on the Eiffel Tower. Isn't that the one? Isn't that Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson around the world in eighty in ninety days or something? There was like Shang. I think that was a different, <laughs> was a whole different movie, right? Um, like Shang Shanghai Newt. Like I said, I really just watched Bruce Lee movie. <laughs> <laughs> All the other Jackie Chan movies kind of blur Jackie together. Jackie Chan fights on Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Uh, no focus focus no focus, no it focus. is rush hour three paris eiffel tower fight okay okay yeah i don't remember that one i remember the least because we didn't have that one on dvd um, but it was rush hour three so I, I don't remember that one but uh so what was it like for you to watch 
this day, Josh? What was the context that you watched it under? Uh, well, so watching it in this day and age, uh, I gotta say it uh, it was it was kind of hard for me to get into. Okay, yeah. You know, maybe it's because I mean I can imagine at the time it was very. It was very it was very surprising and it kind of carried a little bit more of a surprise punch like okay here's two leading characters neither of them are just like your regular white dudes and one of them is like the greatest action stunt hero stunt movie person sure. like, ever and the other is like Chris Tucker like that's kind of a crazy choice and they come together and do this buddy comedy uh, and it's nutty but like. You know, it's not like it's an action movie with a particularly dense or interesting story or, like, characters, character development. So, like, I, you know, I wasn't really that blown away by, like, the stunts. I mean, they're definitely good. Like, Mm -hmm. my half of it, I'm just watching it going, like, wow, Jackie Chan is, like, putting everything he has into this. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely can can agree with that. Um... But everything else of it, I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, East meets West. Let's kind of fall. Let's kind of like rely on the stereotypes at first, and then get to know each other a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I was. I, I definitely did find myself having at least a little bit of nostalgia, baby, um, yeah. because I had watched it. You know, I, I had a much closer relationship with this movie than you did. Like I, when I was a kid, I'd probably seen it a dozen times. So yeah, if if not more. Um, so I remembered a lot of the beats. I remembered, uh, you know, that the, I, I remembered everything about the story. None of that was, was a surprise to me. I think the thing that was more surprising to me than anything, um, <clears throat> upon rewatching it was just how racist it is. Like I, and I, yeah. and I knew that it was going to be racist because it's, it's kind of, it's Chris Tucker and like, he definitely leans into, um, the racial humor a lot. Um, but it, it especially felt like, like, I, I know that when we were watching it, um, I think Morgan turned to me at one point and was like, you know, can you, can you even imagine Chris Tucker's character as a white guy? And I think that that the movie leans on a lot of like this, they're, they're, they think that they're getting away with it by having another person of color say all of these like incredibly racist things. But that doesn't really work anymore and probably didn't work very well back then. But I, I think I just was so young that I was like, um, oh yeah, that's that's how it is. I you know, I for lack of for lack of being more aware, being being like as as aware as I am now and, and our culture is a little bit more aware, like we still definitely struggle with it, but even just there being different Asian cultures, I think, is is a thing that is not really, um, I don't know. I don't have any confidence that they went out of their way to hire only Chinese actors, for example. Like, you just know, I, the I, way that they treated yeah. it, I, I feel like that that really stuck yeah, it out was, it me. was very, like, lumped in, just, like, Oriental, whatever. Like, yeah. just Asian. Something that I was really curious about, like, I don't know why my mind keeps going to this. Because uh, it might not have anything to do with it, but like I'd be, I, w- I would love to be on a fly on the wall when this movie came out it, with like an adult brain, uh, <laughs> because 
I mean, so something that I keep thinking about when I watch this movie is the Rodney King riots back in the 90s in Los Angeles, which was like all these riots that were happening. And it was like this big street war between like the African-American community and the Korean-American community. And uh, it like a lot of people died. A lot of people got arrested and it created all this cultural tension between the two. Mm, And that like stayed for a long time. And one of the kind of the unfortunate fallouts, if I'm like remembering this correctly from history is that a lot of other, you know, Asian communities kind of got lumped into that. Of course. That's how it always is. Yeah. Because it's like, no, this was a Korean thing, but like then suddenly Chinese and like Japanese communities are like, Oh boy. Like they're kind of getting lumped into it. So I'm seeing this and kind of, wondering like to see a movie of like these two racial groups kind of come together and like kind of be a little mean to each other in racial ways like does that was that like did that backfire in any way or were like you know it just not matter or it was like we don't give a shit i actually think that they if if i and i'm totally guessing because this happens it takes place in in la right yeah yeah yeah, it's, it's los angeles i I'm totally guessing here, like, I don't have any... I, uh, this one I couldn't find much interesting production backstory for. Um, it, pretty much just straightforward, like, action movie Jackie Chan wanted to... Um, yeah, this was this was more... This was kind of him... I mean, he had, he had... He was an experienced movie star at this point. But this was, I think, his first real, like, triple-A American movie. Um, yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh, I just learned, well, now I'm looking at it. Apparently, Rush Hour was the catalyst for the creation of the review aggregation website, Rotten Tomatoes. The The website's founder. Wait, like, like it started on the movie Rush Hour? Yeah, because he. So we're kind of repeating history is what you're saying? Well, he apparently, he was a big fan of Jackie Chan and he wanted to collect all of the reviews of Jackie Chan's, um, like, because he did count almost countless Hong Kong action films. Um, but yeah. people didn't really know. People were like, well, which ones are the good ones? So he kind of, um, he, yeah, that's what he created Rotten Tomatoes. That's wild. Um, I, I, did, I had no idea. Well, that's something interesting about about this movie. Um, but to to your point, I I actually think that they probably thought to themselves, "We are doing a service. We are we are because ultimately, what happens is that Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker they become friends, and he yeah. you know he goes like, "Oh, this Chinese food is so weird. What am I eating?" And he's like, "It's eel." And then he's like, "Oh." actually kind of like this like little things like that and like when they're dancing together in the hallway and like they're doing the action they're doing like the martial arts stuff together i that's my best guess is that they actually thought that they were doing a a good thing by like bringing these two cultures together but having said that like that's i i would say that that's kind of the most negative thing that i can say about the movie i i enjoyed some nostalgia baby i enjoyed all of the action sequences i thought i mean you know i was just watching jackie chan tell his story through his physicality and i just was like yeah this guy is a master like he's it, he's yeah. so good and chris tucker's comedic timing and yeah I, it, you're watching it for the actors not the movie really yeah um, and I thought that the two of them, uh, you know, even given how, how problematic a lot of the the dialogue was, 
I thought the two of them had really good chemistry. I think Jackie Chan is, is somewhat underrated with own with his own comedic timing. Um, and a lot of that, a lot of that does come from like the, the martial arts background and just timing and, um, yeah, I, I thought that, that all of that was pretty good. The story is yeah, definitely nothing to write home about. Very cookie cutter, one dimensional characters. Um, but yeah, overall had a good, had a good soundtrack and yeah. Um, what was your do do you do you have like an iconic fight scene that you remember? Not really. I mean, it really, if there's something that I, if I were to say, I nostalgia babied at all for it's like all the really big famous lines that Chris Tucker had in the movie that everybody remembers, like "Never touch a black man's radio." Yeah, or, right. Sure. Uh, when he's uh, when he's like, "Okay, which one of you kicked me?" <laughs> yeah, that was a but even part. those i'm not like i'm not really like laughing out loud i'm just like i remember that <laughs> yeah yeah that that part was funny i thought the the little sequence that he had with the guy who was um the guy who was smoking marijuana and he was like you better have glaucoma and then the guy's like i do <laughs> i don't know oh yeah i mean that that was just good that was a good 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 comedy scene yeah there's definitely a little old treasure trove of those throughout the throughout the movie yeah um oh and when he's when he's uh when he's got the the lady who's diffusing the bomb in the test area and then he like he like goes bang and like bangs the glass and she like messes up her test right i don't know yeah chris tucker just had i I think that he he was really funny um i mean i i just it's hard for me to watch any jackie chan movie and not like get taken immediately out of it because of how much I know about Jackie Chan. Like I know that he does all of his own stunts and they're all like incredibly difficult. So I can't help but watch like a scene of him, like hanging from the Hollywood sign, like on the street and just going, and yeah, that's Jackie Chan doing that. That's him actually doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it kind of takes you out of it a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it does, but I don't really yeah, it's a distinctive style, I think, that he that he cultivates in, in a lot of those action movies um, where it's like, this is impressive for impressiveness's sake. But for me, because I grew up with them, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't care. That's cool. <laughs> like, it's, it's like watching your favorite athlete do their thing. It's like, yeah, that's just, that's what I want to see. Um, Josh, yes. what do you give 1998's? Rush hour. A be kind and rewind. Or oh, I forgot that I didn't. We didn't even introduce the concept of the rating system. Fuck. Oh, hold on. Uh, let's pause for editing. Hey, so we listen to the movies, and we're gonna give it a. a, 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 a <laughs> fuck it. Okay, I give this. A <laughs> <laughs> we listen to the uh, movies. <laughs> okay, let's just let's just push forward. Uh, I give this a. No way. I, give this a, <laughs> I don't know if any what? of that was usable. <laughs> well, whatever. I get okay. Hi, All right, Josh, Josh. What do you give Josh, this movie? What do you... <laughs> yes, I'm Josh. All right, Josh. What do you give? Yes. 1998 and Jesus's Rush Hour. I give I give this movie a rating of chop and drop. 
Ooh, okay. You want to so, say a little bit more about that special rating? So, so chop for you chop it. You kind of hit it with the palm of your hand so that it kind of like flies up in a beautiful, majestic spinning fashion where you go ooh look at those cool flippy moves that the dvd case is doing this is really cool i'm not gonna see this very often and then drop for once it kind of does that i don't it's done i'm done okay just put it in the dirt oh wow well done chop and drop Um, well, I think that I am going to, but officially you're giving it a, a, an eject and reject, right? Officially I'm giving it a chop and drop. I just want to be clear with our audience that you are giving it a, an eject and reject. Uh, you can say whatever you want. It's giving it a chop and drop. Hey, Evan! Eject and reject. What do you, what do you, what do you, toodaloo, what are you going to give this movie? Um, I am going to give this one a pass and gas. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought custom customs were my thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's it's fun. You make it you make it sound so fun to do that. So I'm just yeah, yeah. I pass it because I pass it on to my friend, and then when when they're looking at it and they look down and go, "What is this?" and then I turn around and I gas right in their face. Because they like, think I'm giving them guess. something nas. Nah, nash. They think I'm giving them something nash, but instead I'm giving them gas. So, is, so <laughs> I'm really good at these custom ratings. <laughs> yeah. So, just the the rating for I have a feeling is, like you're going to make me cut all of this out. <laughs> We're just going to say inconclusive. No, I uh, officially it's it's an eject and reject, and not because really yeah, and you know I I had a good time like I had a pretty good time, but I honestly think I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I I mean yeah I, I had a good time, but like like I've mentioned before with with other movies, it's like I don't think I'm ever gonna seek this one out again. I think that it's it's got some good style. Um, but you're Jack- the Jackie Chan boy. Jackie Chan is is great, but he's but he's in a lot of other stuff that's like a lot better, frankly. So and and Chris Tucker too, I think that it's more appropriate for him to be um like I, I don't know. I, I frankly I thought he was just as funny and entertaining in Fifth Element, which I know is crazy because he won a Razzie for that, and most people were like, that guy's super annoying. But dude, he was the best. But I was like, I thought that he was really entertaining and like he still had all that comedic timing and he wasn't relying on racial humor. So, it, you know, if yeah. anything, that movie proved to me like, oh no, this guy can be funny. He doesn't need he doesn't need the crutch of of racism to to you know, to to be entertaining. Um so, yeah, I think there's other stuff that that for both of these people you could watch them in. Um, do you have a recommendation? Yeah, I always come prepared with a recommendation. Are you kidding me? Yeah. My recommendation is, uh, Homeward Bound 2. <laughs> no, I have no fucking clue, dude. Uh, no. I recommend- don't really know like, martial arts movies besides somebody was, Bruce Lee movies. Well, that's, I guess that's really my question is like, cause uh, you're speaking to, so different. you're speaking to your best friend. 
who has never seen a Bruce Lee movie before. There's a bunch of them. Which one should I start with? Uh, I mean, if you wanted, I would say as like a nice little segue from Rush Hour, I would honestly say Return of the Dragon, which is actually his last movie. But the only reason I say that one is because it's like, it tries to be kind of funny in that movie. Like they try to pepper in some humor into it, even though like all of Bruce Lee's movies are very like serious. Like Bruce Lee is just like very serious with his like martial arts. There's not a lot of comedy to it. Mm, Okay. Uh, I would say that that one in particular, like they try to pepper in some comedy in like a weird, very weird way. Uh, Okay. uh, Yep. Yep. Return of the Dragon. Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, maybe we'll do that for the cast. Who, who, knows? who knows? Not us, because we don't hold any of that decision-making power. No. That's all the bigwigs upstairs. The bigwigs upstairs. They're the producers. They're the ones keeping the lights mm-hmm. on. Um, We're not going to say their names. No, Deborah. My recommendation would be um, almost any other Jackie Chan movie, but I think that for me... <laughs> That should be it. That's so, that should be it. That's it. Just any other Jackie Chan, movie, <laughs> including Shanghai Nights, not the not... including Rush Hour Two. <laughs> no, I think um, officially my recommendation is Legend of Drunken Master. Oh yeah, I I, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, I, think I remember enjoying. That's it. a really good one, and he 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 really tells a story with his physicality in that one. I think Jackie Chan really does a good job, and I you know I I don't mean to like totally shun Chris Tucker. Frankly, I just don't know many other Chris Tucker movies. Like I know Friday is a movie, um, but I don't I haven't seen that one in a super duper long time. And I I don't know that many. And I just think Jackie Chan is overall a more impressive person with his, with his unique physicality and, and, and everything. So I got to give it, I got to give it over to Jackie Chan's on, on that one. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. 10 for 10 on that one. You stuck the landing. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for listening to this episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Josh, yeah, do, you thank wanna, you. do you want to sing us out? Yeah. Okay. When it's time to watch the movies and it's time to snuggle with the alone and you don't got anybody looking at you on your phone. You listen to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. We're gonna watch a movie. Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Another verse will only make this song worse. Dude, how was that not legitimately our theme song? <laughs> that was incredible. That was, you don't even know. <laughs> That was amazing. All right, th- thanks. I'm thanks, everybody. I'm gonna we'll go see, see the intro in the next one. I'm gonna go orchestrate <laughs> that immediately. <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. <laughs>